0: You're listening to DraftKings Network.
1: Tonight on The Cool Again, it has been one whole year since we've been working from home. Okay. All right. All right. We'll try to, I guess, cry through most of this episode <laughs> uh, while we're talking about all the latest soccer news. Also, well, let's talk a little bit about Arsene Wenger and how he's getting involved in the U.S. men's national team. That's right. Plus, we talked to Adam McCullough. You know him from Strefford Paddock. You know
0: him from the kickoff. You know him from yelling at everybody whenever somebody brings up United. And we actually tried to get him really upset. Uh, I don't know if it worked. You'll find out. Plus, we also talked to him about the, the royal family. And I think you're going to be surprised by his reaction. <laughs> that and more. Today, I'm the Cooligans.
2: Yo, it's me, Dave Vianich here. And I've been hanging out with the Cooligans, Having a nice... And I hope you've been having a nice, too.
0: Yeah, baby!
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that was, a, that was a, the phlemmiest. Yeah, baby, I think we <laughs> You know, actually,
0: no phlegm. It's just my vocal cords saying stop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Miley Cyrus. Nice.
0: <laughs> Ooh, you think I'll have a sultry voice by the
1: end of this? <laughs> Hello everybody. Welcome to the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. That's right, I'm Alexis Guerrero. Okay, we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show that has ever lived right here on FUBO Sports Network. I also happens to be the gulliest show that's ever lived right here. On Football Sports Network. Uh-uh. okay, all right. Now we've uh, fulfilled our contractual obligation to say Football Sports Network several times. Okay? <laughs> oh, was that the con-
0: was that the contractual obligation to say Football Sports Network <laughs> at least four times?
1: <laughs> Correct, Alexis. Uh, that was it. Uh, so uh, excited about uh, today's show. We have an incredible, absolutely incredible guest coming in. All over, you know, all from the the United Kingdom. Uh, Adam Mccola of Stratford Paddock. You, if you are a Manchester United fan, you're probably this, that's probably why you're tuning in uh, to see what Adam has to say, you right? know, I don't. He's going to Adam... be
0: interviewed by Oprah because he also
1: is no longer a member of the royal family. You know? <laughs> okay, we're getting everybody kicked out of there. Right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I excited about uh, about you know today. why I'm excited
0: because I why? just realized you look like Spinelli from from the cartoon
1: Recess. <laughs> okay i'll take it remember right.
0: pamela adlon was the boy yo you look exactly
1: like i'm look i'm letting uh, i'm letting it come out of the back a little bit over here all right? yeah you know? i like this though you got a real like backup
0: dancer from mark anthony vibe going right now
1: <laughs> okay wow well, do you have uh posters that, The you know have you seen the posters in my bedroom how'd you know, you know? <laughs> you know
0: i looked up and there they were <laughs>
1: So uh, <laughs> thank you for the compliment. I, of course, uh, I uh, got yeah. you. I excited about uh, today's uh, show. Obviously, we have an incredible guest. and uh, we have to talk about uh, a, you know a, a, a crazy uh, weekend in the Premier League. Obviously, there there's the the, the teams that we're used to seeing uh, succeed and thrive. Uh, you know, obviously, you know teams that just won the Premier League last year, teams that you know won Champions League recently. We we tend to think that they will continue with that uh, with that success, but Liverpool, especially when you make the
0: investments that they've made. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Liverpool I've dealt with a lot of what what injuries a lot yeah. of the general uh uh you know just poor performances um but now also getting... a little bit of a, a dose of the not giving a shit anymore you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: it seems like that's kind of going through the team a little bit
1: yeah they're just like you know what we've been uh you know they they're done without without you know when fans arrive. We'll turn it back on. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: who are we really doing this for, if not for ourselves? Yeah. You
1: know? <laughs> uh, but no, the, I, I think the questions. Uh, so Liverpool just uh, lost uh, to Fulham. Uh, it's their sixth loss at Anfield in a row. Everton was w- one of those uh, six that contributed. To that.
0: What a what a what a shock that you brought that up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So just uh, we just had to get that in there. You never um, remind everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but. The I think the conversation, uh, and we're starting to see some rumblings uh, of is Jurgen Klopp on the hot seat? Is is has he lost
0: the locker room? And it's fair, right? I think it's a fair question to ask after six losses in a row at home, which used to be impenetrable. You know what I mean? Yes. Now, you know. Penetrable. Um, (laughs) Interesting angle you've taken. What are your thoughts on that?
1: (laughs) Can I? I, If if this mic wasn't attached, I would drop it. Okay. (laughs)
0: uh, You know, now easily penetrable. Uh, Whatever the term is. Whatever the term is for. They they lost six in a row. Um, Now all of a sudden, I feel like I feel like it's dumb to consider firing him. But I think it's smart to go have a conversation and be like, "Hey, yo, my man, you are gonna fix this though, right? <laughs> you know, if you're the owners."
1: <laughs> because it seems to be getting worse and worse uh, week after week. Uh, the uh, look, I think it, it's to to think that uh, that you know you would get rid of uh, honestly a great manager uh, like Jurgen Klopp uh, with with the results that he's brought the the club. It sounds crazy to talk about, but then. How long is the leash of, yeah, we've had a a couple injuries? You know, regardless of how many injuries you have, you should beat Fulham if you're Liverpool. I know Everton just lost to Fulham a couple weeks ago, but we're not talking about that right now, okay? You got to beat the trash team. Regardless of how injured you are, just
0: imagine your team where every starter was injured that's Fulham, you know what I
1: mean. <laughs> uh, the the fact that you know uh, that they couldn't come back from you know even even to get a draw against uh, against Fulham, I, there are teams that you know Fulham they're fighting uh you know relegation and and uh, and stuff like that. So you understand that they're going to play with a lot of heart and a lot of energy. But you got, I mean, you got Mo Salah, you got Sadio Mane, uh, you you have enough players. That are very good to be a a full of a full strength Fulham squad. That's yeah, bro. You won
0: Champions
1: League. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, and it's Champions League. Yeah, the closest
0: (laughs) Fulham has gotten to that is winning the championship. (laughs) You know what
2: I mean?
1: (laughs) Uh, Is it? it, I guess I don't know. I guess it's it's not unfair to to uh, kind of have these questions because Jurgen Klopp, even in post game matches, post game interviews, he is. Having a, he's less like upset, and uh, he he's getting less like, I guess. Uh, like impassioned about uh, about the performances, he's like more. Dis- he
0: does seem disconnected.
1: Yeah, it's like a, it's like uh, disconnected, dis disgusted a little bit. He's just like I don't. I mean, I don't know what these fools are doing. You know, yeah, He's to- like I'm telling. <laughs> I didn't tell them to do this. <laughs> they are on their own. You it's know, just, you know the, the 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 players that they that have that have. Uh, replaced some of the injured players I, are just, I mean, s- simply put, they're just not good enough, right? Like, they're not good you, enough. You, the, the players that
0: are, You dodged are- the bullet, Aaron Long. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no. well, I don't know if you saw, Stephen Gerrard's out here doing belly flops in the locker room over a Rangers. Rangers won for the first time since... Uh, b- before they got dropped to the fourth division right, in, right. in Scotland, which begs the question... Does Scully need a fourth division? (laughs) We've seen what the bottom table of the first division is doing. Um, But uh, maybe people are talking about he comes back, he's a legend. You know, maybe you—you know—the owners are like, "Hey, we're gonna—we're gonna make him an assistant. Don't worry, Klopp. hes yeah, not here yeah, to take yeah, your no, job. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> nah, he's just here. Um, this Gerard, is
1: the new that, nanny, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Steven Gerard, i don't even remember—he was—he—he he, he yeah. played here. I didn't yeah. really. I just—I just thought you, he had—he had a great notebook that I really liked that had great tactics in it. <laughs> yeah, <you know? laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know why he just slipped my mind sometimes, but he's here. <laughs> uh, terrible slip joke. Um, but do you think? Do you think they replace Klopp with Steven Gerrard? Do you think Steven... Steven Gerrard has proven that he can.
1: Um, I think the, uh, well, I look, I'll say, I don't know when Klopp leaves, but I think the, the next manager of Liverpool will probably be Steven Gerrard. I, who knows when that happens, but I think he's next in line.
0: All right, well, we'll see if you're right or wrong, Spinelli. <laughs> By the time this airs on Thursday, the, it will be the one-year anniversary of us working from home.
1: Yes. Uh... I miss you, man. I I miss you too, bro. (laughs) I just Uh,
0: want to hold you. Oh, wait, we, we should, we should talk about our pregame ritual.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. I mean, look, it's, it's it's been an insane uh, year. Uh, You know, it it feels like now uh, there's some light at the end of the tunnel, especially, Especially I just got my vaccine. You just got the first dose of your vaccine. I let's mean, look, go. N- not, Pfizer. N- let's, not, okay. And people I'm,
0: are freaking out thinking like, oh, uh, Steve Jobs or whatever. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Bill Gates. <laughs> and this is the Microsoft. Steve
1: Jobs is back? What <laughs> He's alive because of the
0: vaccine. Uh, no. Everyone's like, Bill Gates, Microsoft, you're going to get a chip in you. It's not true. Look, when I went to sleep, I heard the Windows 95 music. I think that's a little weird. But for the most part. <laughs> yeah. Well, (laughs)
1: But I'll I'll adjust, okay? You know, I think
0: we're fine. (laughs) It's nice to know when I go to bed, you know? Uh, Dude, I feel perfectly fine. I was a little, my arm was definitely sore. Um, It definitely had a little bit of swelling in the injection point, which they said was you should expect. Also, go get it. Go get the vaccine, guys. Uh, It was handled perfectly. They were all Air Force soldiers there uh, handling and hearing in Brooklyn. Um, It was done with the most, utmost care and speed. They have people there if you have any worries that you could talk to that We'll explain to you um, what the side effects might be, which is, you know, you might feel a little sick after your first one. I felt a little tired, but I was fine. After the second one, you're supposed to feel a little like kind of light flu symptoms for two days. Some people have it worse than others. But for the most part, they're, they made you as comfortable as possible. Please, please go get this vaccine. Let's make this over so we can actually attend the 2026 World Cup when it happens,
1: okay? <laughs> that would be lovely. Yeah, it'd be a bit, bit rough if, if we're dealing with this for another five years because, yeah. you know, Karen doesn't want to wear a mask uh, I <laughs> at the If I'm wearing an outbreak
0: suit because <laughs> you don't want to put a piece of cloth on your face, I'm going to fight all of you like they did at that Bath & Body Works, okay? <laughs>
1: uh, it was Bed, Bath & Beyond, but okay. Oh, with okay. the Bath & Body Works, oh, I don't know. I think it was a Bath
0: & Body Works. It was a oh, lot okay. of lotions. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, look, both places are great places to have a fight. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> a, good, a good scrap. Okay? one uh,
0: slipperier than the other, but a good place a good place to throw down.
1: But we should talk about... Um, you might as well
0: lotion your hands before you throw them.
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get stuck on somebody's yeah. tooth or something. You know Yo, she I, just
0: punched me in the face, but honestly, her fist smells amazing. <laughs> what is that? Is that cucumber? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we were talking about, uh, about the World Cup, and... and uh, uh, the 2026 obviously is it, gonna it's gonna be in uh, North America uh, and uh, we want to talk about it just because Arsene Wenger is in the news uh, talking about trying to
0: get the gig for the men's national team
1: coach. He's, like, huh? he's coming for Berhalter's neck,
0: bro. What is he- <laughs> <laughs> My man is like. It's like someone talking about your girl in front of you. You know what I mean? You're like, yo, my man, have some respect, dude.
1: <laughs> he's Keep like, it to the group chat. <laughs> he's like, yo, that U.S. Men's National team look real good. I hope you take care of them, Yeah, you know?
0: <laughs> Right? He's like, yo, like, I don't know if something were to happen, you know, between the two of y'all. I'm just saying, I think you we might make a great fit because you so fit, you know
1: what, <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> but uh, Arsene Wenger did, uh, uh, in an interview uh, in, in France, did mention that uh, he was kind of impressed with the U.S. Men's National team and he thinks that they're going to be uh, a much better and much more like a uh, threatening squad uh, and you know uh, have a better chance to do uh well uh in the tournament in 2026 in particular i mean what about 2022 arson i mean right. come on i mean that's a good
0: training ground you know what i mean like let's see how good we do in Qatar. you know what i mean and hopefully by the time 2026 comes arson wenger is right because if not I'm going to be Venger out of the men's national team before you even get in, you know what I mean?
1: It's just, you're going to have the, the already the the billboards and the banners and uh, everything. You to take a full page ad out on what Venger out on a job he doesn't even have yet. And uh, hey look,
0: I'm, we're both Halter fans, but let's say things go awry and it does there's no, you know, there's a lack of success with the men's national team, right? Nutmeg already interested in the conversation. How you feel, how would you feel about someone like Venger being the men's national team coach? Do you think that would be a good move?
1: Uh, uh who you'd be crazy to say no, right uh, right you'd have to just his uh, yeah. name,
0: all these yeah. dual nationals like Yunus Musa, who could pick Italy, England, Ghana, or the u s bruh Arsene Wenger calls you. <laughs> <laughs> with his amazing cute French accent, he's like, I would like you to play. I'd be like, Yes, whatever that is, I'll play fetch, whatever You're, you want me to play.
1: <laughs> you know, you got to finish that sentence, okay? bro. <laughs> I'm there. Where are
0: we eating snails? <laughs> Venger.
1: Uh, all right, let's. We were talking about Arsene Wenger a little bit. He is also in the news, uh, not just for fawning over the U.S. men's national team, he has uh, uh spoken about the offside rule. If uh, people are you got some with, ideas, you he, know? If, if people, if people are not aware arson wenger is the uh he is currently the chief of global football development for fifa so he's he's working not the video game he's working for the big the big old fifa right uh, the one is named
0: after you know <laughs> the- okay <laughs> uh
1: and uh this is the the suggestion uh that he made he said uh he wants to change the offside rule uh that would see a player deemed onside if any part of them that can score a goal is in line with the second uh to last defender obviously uh so it
0: makes so it switches as opposed to if any part of your body is offside any part of your body that can score a goal is offside you're offside too if any part of your body is still onside you're not offside
1: yeah Uh, which would uh, I think this is that definitely comes from uh, the the issue especially in in the Premier League where where we see the the minuscule
0: VAR lines yeah
1: and it's just like it it, when it gets to that point when it's literally just like millimeters of a difference it it, you know most people just feel it ruins the game because we would rather see a goal than not see a goal obviously you know if you are a fan of the team that that uh, got the you know the the You know, if if it helps your team, of course you would like to support it. But in general, it takes away from a little bit of the entertainment of the game.
0: Also, here's the thing: I feel like it's great that we're thinking about the offside rule because I honestly just get rid of VAR for offside. I think that probably makes more sense than not Um, because if it's not visible to the naked eye, then it's probably it probably shouldn't really count. You know, because you have a toe offside. Like, come on, you know what I mean? Like, I think we're going too far. But also, if you change the rule to be like, well, if if any part of it, strikers are just going to take advantage of that, and now that minuscule line is going to be on the other shoulder. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's going to yeah. be the back foot. You know, <laughs> I don't think it. You know what I mean? I don't think it's gonna necessarily going to make this go away. It's just going to make it for the opposite side. T- you know what I mean? Like you're still going to push the
1: boundaries. I, I just don't see the the necessity of the of like the the ge- the geometric line. Like, just get rid of that. Have the ref look at it. If they can, from the replay that they see, that we all see, if they can, if they think it's uh, offside or they, or they think it's on, like whatever, like let them just decide based on, uh, you know, stop bringing all this algebra into all the, who I don't need all that. But then then you think about the company that is selling this product to to the, to, to FIFA and to the leagues. like, are And they're hey, okay. mad
0: at us right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why,
1: why are you getting away with our
0: money? All right? Yo, son, <laughs> you messing up <laughs> my bag now. And that's not fair. And I'm <laughs> that he puts the lines of how far his fist is from my head, you know? But here's what I think. I think instead of video assistant referee, we should have a vibes check. You know what I mean? Like, Y'all, okay. like, did he score or did he not? I don't know what's the vibes. You know what I mean? Are you yeah. going to ruin the vibes if yeah, you if uh, you come out of snitching? It was, a, it
1: was a boring tap-in. I was offside. Nah, nah, that's nah. offside. Need- yo,
0: nobody <laughs> want to see that.
1: <laughs> you gotta do a little bit more than that to get it <laughs> to go from the vibe king. Okay, all right. <laughs> so uh, the other thing we did want to mention uh, as well, and we'll take more time, uh, uh, you know, as as it comes up, uh, you know, in the, the matches start. But the Challenge Cup, uh, that makes excited. The Challenge Cup uh, has been announced. Uh, the NWSL Challenge Cup will be happening uh, starting April 9th. Uh, the first match will be between the Chicago. Red stars and the champion uh Houston dash. Uh, so it's going to be exciting. It's going to be uh, so huge. Can't wait. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. And we got uh, more. We got Adam McCollum. We get back right after this. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I just want to break in with a word from one of our sponsors, and you and by you, I mean gully squad. What an absolutely incredible group of human beings. I've learned so much. It is so enriched my life to have this community of people You guys are American soccer fans. You guys understand it. You know what we go through. And what better place for you guys to communicate than the Slack channel that we built for Gully Squad. And let me tell you something. I had no idea this many dope people loved American soccer. We have everything from a rate my pizza where I get to roast your pizza... So you guys have pet communications, music, you guys do an MLS pick'em when the season is going. You have a beer, wine, and liquor channel just to learn about different uh, you know, different things to make you feel a little better at the end of the night. You've got a coffee channel, which I learned how to make cold brew from that. I mean, if it wasn't for you guys, what would I be doing? Have a lower uh, heart rate? Maybe. But then I wouldn't have all this energy to do this commercial. So if you guys aren't a member of Gully Squad and you want to join, all you have to do is go to SoccerCooligans.com slash Gully Squad, SoccerCooligans.com slash Gully Squad, or just go to ShoutsToUs.com. Join now. I right, and we're back on a Cooligan's Living Room FC. And Christian, our guest, is finally here all the way from across the pond.
1: You know. Okay, that's right. It's uh, it's a pretty big pond, though. Uh, yeah, I'm we're super- putting that transatlantic
0: cable to work. You know what I mean? Because uh, he's looking crispy too. You guys will see in a second. Uh, but I'm a, I'm a big fan of this dude. Some would say he's the Alexis of England. You know,
1: <laughs> right? Wow. Some meaning uh, look, right? in the, look You you say that when you look in the mirror, right?
0: Right. right. Uh, racially ambiguous, got a dope beard, known for being loud right away. Uh, but this dude is like. Like When we talk about, like, I don't even know, because you can't really call him a pundit, right? He's more of like a like a soccer personality, right? But when you yeah. talk about folks like this that sort of have built their career adjacent to the game, right, you you got to get someone with passion. And when you think passion, you think turn him bright red the moment anyone says anything about your squad. And that's my man. Absolutely amazing. You know him from Stretford Paddock. You know him from Adam McCola TV. You know him from True Geordie. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. And if you're driving, pull over, pull up the e-brake. Put your hands together for the one. Oh, I'm sorry, handbrake. Is he from England? <laughs> Put your hands together for the one. The only Adam McCullough, everybody.
2: Adam, what's up? Yo, what's happening, people? Thank you for having me, Alexis Christian. Man, big fan of the Cooligans, and it's so Thank good you. to be here. Uh, Thank
1: you, th- absolutely honored, man. Thank you so much. I mean, uh, look, I, I, before we we start talking about football and soccer, mm-hmm. you know, we'll have that debate, you know, when <laughs> necessary. But I, I, you're the you are the you are the first. British person that we are speaking to since the bombshell interview between Harry and Meghan uh, aired in the United States. I don't know what's going on uh, in the Is UK Oprah right now. Is Oprah banned from England?
2: <laughs> You're not going to get me in trouble with this. You know, I can't, I'm not going to be able to leave my house. I try not to speak about the royal family at home. I don't like those guys, man. I don't like those guys, man. I don't like the royal family, man. Um, okay, a, okay. An anti-monarchy Kind of guy, but um why? This ain't nothing new. We've known about these guys for a long time. I've known yeah. about them for a long time. People's they know shocked that, like, really? The, the, <laughs> the royal family? You know this? That's why you like them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's
0: funny like in america we every once in a while we're reminded that there's still a royal family and we're like how is this not just in black and white photos how are they still here why do we have it? why y'all giving them your tax money my g yeah i, I, I think when, that...
2: when you try to argue to people like they they are a drain on resources they think somehow they make people want to come here like huh <laughs> <laughs> people go to the Loch Ness because they think there's a monster there. Like people are still going to come here. People are still going yeah. to come here. Like, to give yeah, them credit, though, still-
0: our our royal family does bring people here. All right? The Kardashians make people come to America. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: okay, they've heard about you know that large object in the sea, yeah. and it is <laughs> it's a different.
0: one. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna get we're gonna get banned from England, you know, and Calabasas all in one shot. Yeah. We just have to
2: so- do a house swap, like you know, just, <laughs> I live there, you live here. <laughs> perfect
1: uh, okay all right so now that we got that out of the way and we've uh angered uh you know people on both on both uh continents uh let's uh talk about uh fo- football a little bit in your career because there, there are you know we've had uh, a couple uh uh you know uh, you know football footballing personalities that, that that uh you know from from england of uh, just uh you know from europe overall and there is a it, it's a fascinating like. I don't industry or so, like you guys created it yourselves essentially these the fan channels these popular YouTube channels where were yeah, people Yeah, we're your
0: fault. <laughs> <Without
2: a doubt>. <laughs> <laughs> the Americans like we need some of those guys like yo we we need some... We need that. Like, yo, yeah. Um, you know,
1: I mean, I, at least for, I, I'll just say, like, at least for me, you know, the first one that that crept into my like sphere was like Arsenal fan TV. That was, and that's what. Then I started seeing more. I don't know who came first or whatever. No judgment or whatever. But the the the, the, the fact that th- so many of these exist and they're, that they're so popular, they're so almost preferred over the standard uh, uh, like journalists and, and, and pundits. Uh, how, how do you just feel about you know being in that uh, environment and and sort of and helping it grow
2: to be honest it's it's a dream come true for me like as someone that grew up just wanting to play football or soccer on a professional level and then obviously not being good enough and um, just still being able to get as close to the game as possible all my life I've been going to to football games like going to Manchester United games supporting the club with my father so I have him to thank for a lot like for, for kind of giving me that passion and then obviously with the boom of social media and YouTube and all those kind of things. Arsenal Fan TV did come before the channel that we, we were on, which was full-time Devils and now Streat for Paddock. Redmen TV were the first ones, but Arsenal Fan TV were the ones that really banged with what they were doing outside the stadium. Um, and yeah, it just it just snowballed, to be honest. I, I, I didn't imagine any of this, but I also realised there's a kind of, we have a responsibility as our well, yeah we can have, a little bit of a laugh and a joke and have some fun and all that kind of stuff. But also there's a lot of people that see us, you know what I mean? And it's, it kind of gets mad sometimes that you can say something or do something and you don't realize how many people are watching you or, or potentially. So that's, that's a bit nuts. That's a bit, you know, crazy to, to come to terms with. But apart from that, I've done things I would never have dreamed of. So it's just nuts, man. When you look at, because here's the thing, like when I was in England, I was just,
0: amazed I was like I felt like I was home for one thing everywhere you turn someone's talking about the sport here in America we're the fifth most popular sport so it's just you sort of have to go out and find so Christian and I make a bit more sense here because you kind of have to make you have to become the media because the media doesn't really mm-hmm. pay attention to the sport as much in England everyone's talking about who are you you know what I mean like, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like you? Like,
1: about- <laughs> why what
0: made you think like you know what this needs is more people talking about soccer like when you get to that point that you know, you're sort of at that level where people are looking at you and what you're saying and are reacting to it and traditional media reacts to what you guys are saying, which is a huge, huge step. How does that, how do you sort of make make sense of that?
2: I'm sure you guys can relate to this on maybe another level away from sport as well. But when we look at the media, we don't see representations of ourselves, whether that's class, race, whatever. Like we, we don't see representations of ourselves. So You always want to do more of it. One of the main reasons I wanted to be a part of it was because I felt like fans' voices were lost. Um, A big part of me growing up was buying fanzines, Red Issue, United We Stand, Red News, like buying these things that gave platforms to different fans with different opinions. And that's why I got into it, because I believed in elevating what fans were saying and, and the debate that was ongoing between fans. Also, you guys know about the Glazers and all those kind of things, like the fans are kind of lost at Manchester United. So I think it's important for for fans to to have a voice. Um, And that was one of the reasons why I started. But also, people there aren't people like me in the media, really. So Mm -hmm. to be able to do that and be able to make other guys or girls like me think, maybe I got a chance. like Maybe I can do something. I think that's good as well. But that's just like an additional bonus, really, as well. Like, I never expected this to happen, do you know what I
1: mean? Yeah, and I can uh, also just say, you know, you, you're welcome for the American contribution that the Glazer, Glazers have made uh, to Manchester United. <laughs> to
2: all of the I probably... know what I don't know what I can say or not say right now. I, I, I can... One of the sentences that was about to come out of my mouth, I was like, let me just not say that. Nah, like, dude, do we bleep out don't... here. Go for it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, they have done so much... Uh, yeah. with no vaseline bro like like just oh uh, when you think about how you sound you like you're achieved, about to
0: drop a drill track
2: i ain't even lying to you. I'm, I'm here for, me I'm, i got I got, me I got a beat ready to go um, <laughs> uh, when i think about what we could have achieved without them and what we have achieved in spite of them it just makes me angry man like okay. look at what manchester city are doing with their human rights abusing owners and Chelsea and all these different teams and like just with all this like we have that money ourselves, but we've given it to them.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, but like, Manchester United—the the abuse they cause is on their fans. That's all. That's the only. Problem. <laughs> also, <laughs>
0: Newcastle. Newcastle fans are like, "Hey, we'll take an
2: American." <laughs> <You know? laughs> they were like, "We'll take a human rights abuser." <laughs> I, I, I said that. They were like, "They were queuing up like." What? What did he do? He didn't <laughs> they, do that. that was, they would have. So they crazy. would have had a. They would have had a parade if Jeffrey
0: Epstein was their new own, owner. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like.
2: But I love his movies. <laughs> he makes the movies. <laughs> all right.
1: And uh, we have to talk about the Derby, the Manchester Derby. Uh, just, uh, we're taping this a day after uh, it happened. Uh, you know, I'll be, I'll be honest. I didn't expect that result. I don't know if you did or did not. I mean, Manchester Also, to city- all
0: the English fans watching, did we pronounce it right? Derby, even though you put an E in there?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I, I, Destruction I'm, I'm already- Derby is it the derby right it's derby put a Hardy <laughs> R ER in there
0: <laughs> the, the dirty derby right
1: there no so, uh, manchester united win this match 2-0 uh manchester city were on an incredible run uh what 21 uh wins in a row 28 unbeaten uh under Believable run. No, I, no, I, I don't think anyone knew when exactly it would end, but the Manchester derby was definitely a possibility. Uh, how did you react uh, to, to that to that victory?
2: It was obviously a great victory. I thought we were amazing in in, in the performance. I thought Solskjaer set us up tactically, amazing. But it's so annoying, man. <laughs> like, because it don't we matter. Dropped, we dropped points against Sheffield United. West Bromwich Albion, Crystal Palace twice. And we go and beat the best team about... It just makes it that much more frustrating that, you know, the games that we've dropped points in could have made such a massive difference. And they could have... There were games that we expect to win. Like, everyone talks about the big six and the big six this and that. But the big six includes teams that are sitting in 10th, Alexis? (laughs) <laughs> Why would you talk
0: about and disrespect Everton? That Are oh, you talking about Arsenal? <laughs> I, I, uh, I, right believe, I believe Tent I is temporary.
2: Temporary. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they use this big six thing against us, but some of the teams in the top six we've done well against. So it's a bit of a myth, but we go and beat City after dropping those points and it's just like, it's a bit frustrating, but we needed that result as well because if City beat us... And depending on the, the you know, the Everton Chelsea result as of now, we don't know what happens in that game. Um, the the a team could have been right behind us, and then we could have we would have been third, fighting for fourth. Is it? it a,
0: isn't this sorry. an example? Because when I think of is Ole a, a great manager versus a good manager, you think back to how he picked incredible tactics in the Champions League, right? And now he picked incredible tactics versus City he is wildly inconsistent he shows Mm. if he was a player and he showed these flashes of brilliance in big games you probably still wouldn't want him on your club because you're like he doesn't do it a week in and week out isn't this an example of why ole might not be the right manager
2: they'd call him clutch right if he did that (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's what to say um but um i agree like as a I want him to succeed, so I'm not one of these guys that just every bad thing he does when he smiles and all those kind of things they just go crazy about. I find those people mental, but I, those are the things that would make the inconsistency would make you think, can he really do it? But there's no doubt in that he has improved us. From where we were at the start of the season or the start of last season, Like the, the changes have been maybe not as quick as we would have wanted, but they have been improvement. So I feel like he's earned the time um, to be able to, to, to build on what he's already done. We're still missing some key players, a right winger, a defensive midfielder, maybe a centre-back if Cavani doesn't stay, a striker. So we still need some key players in that team. So that's why I would give him another season. But you've also got to make sure the season ends well because at Manchester United, the pressure is high. The pressure is always on. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are, whether you're Ole Gunnar Solskjaer or Jose Mourinho. Like, there the will be questions asked if the results aren't there. So it's important we end the season well. Maybe get a trophy, but I think it's uh, the, the the opportunity to be able to to take us into next season and and get some money spent. Like we we haven't backed in properly. We okay. need to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite things about, uh, you know, I think since I've been following uh, the Premier League, is just the, the, the personality, the identity of all, all, uh, you know, the fans of every, of every club, right? Manchester United fans are have a different persona on Twitter than Arsenal fans, than Everton fans. And, and one thing I love, Manchester how many United... of these
0: buses are you guys going to throw me under? I mean,
1: <laughs> I... There's, there's a different energy to everybody. It's, it's, it's pretty interesting, but Manchester United fans, uh, one thing I always see is like, you. you look, uh, as an Everton fan, I see y'all in second place and I'm like, what are you complaining about? Right. You know, but then there's but there's still so much complaining. Who are the most fr- frustrating players for you? Because uh, the ones I see from uh, Manchester United fans is Fred. People are frustrated with Fred. They don't understand why he's on the team. I hear complaints about Maguire from time to time, but sometimes he you know, he can save the day. Uh, but, but who are the, the few that stand out that you feel do not deserve? Oh not, Maybe not to go that extreme. Who does
0: deserve it and who doesn't? Because I would say who doesn't is Pogba, but you tell
2: us. <laughs> <laughs> deserve Palmer, to wear the I, shirt. I, 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 I uh, Pogba deserves to be at United, and he, it's some of the abuse that he's got over the years, I understand the abuse he gets because of his agent. I get some of that, but like some of the abuse he's got is weird because I think you saw Paul Pogba do what Bruno, maybe not, you know, in terms of the the number of goals, in terms of volume, but in terms of the performances, when Pogba arrived, he was doing that. And then slowly the team around him just dragged him down to their level. And we kind of see that with Bruno at times. If he doesn't bail us out, no one does. Um, But, On the fans, by the way, first of all, Twitter fans are just a different breed, yeah? Like, (laughs) in the stadium, Manchester United fans very rarely, rarely turn on their side. Like, we... I remember times losing 3-0 against Liverpool with with Moyes in the dugout thinking what the hell is going on and we just didn't stop singing. We we proper back Solskjaer in that stadium. But, complaints, Fred, I get it. it. Look, against Manchester City, he was excellent. Excellent in terms of energy, winning the ball back, tackles, all that stuff. But then when it came to passing the football, (laughs) he can't pass win that guy. I swear (laughs) to God. He he just, I I don't get what, he's not Brazilian either. I need to check his passport. Like like every time he shoots, did you see Solskjaer laugh at him for getting it close? Yeah. (laughs) That's not a good look. You're a professional footballer, man. He's like, he's, like, hey, he's doing joke, pretty but... good. <laughs>
0: he's doing pretty good out there."
2: We <laughs> looked at the camera Next like time. he tried. <laughs> yeah, it was it was mad, man. I did it. Like, obviously, I get it. I remember Fergie laughing at Phil Jones, and Phil Jones scored. But that's Phil Jones. You're a Brazilian yeah. midfielder that costs fifty two million pounds. Like, please. Do some step-overs or a
1: little
2: back here or... You know? maybe me bring, fall in love yeah. with the,
0: football. I need that Joga Bonito a little yeah. bit. You know? yeah, man's, man. <laughs> man's name don't end in a vowel. That's how you know he might not really be Brazilian. What Brazilian you know just named Fred? That you sound like he from Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> we, we get to see a lot of small clips of you as a guest on True Jordy. And it never seems to be when you're having a good time. You know? <laughs> it seems to be when you've gone... Full Irish. You're so red. You know what I mean? You're fuming. You've blown your top, as we like to say here. So I thought, I want that experience, so we're going to try to make you angry. All right? This is uh, Let's Make Adam McCullough Angry. That's the name of the segment. Christian and I. got it
2: not my sister and up? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. so uh, christian, christian glazer and alexis glazer are going to try to make you angry uh, okay
1: I, I, you need to be respectful to our father right?
0: <laughs> so we don't get to actually be a part of the traditional english media so we've made up our own headlines uh in in that in that honor in that style let's see Mr. if this Edwell. upsets you Huh? <laughs>
2: you'd, you'd fit in well in the position.
0: <laughs> As you guys like to say, chat shit, right? We are, <laughs> this is our attempt at chatting shit about United. Christian, you want to go first or I'll go
1: first? Uh, no, you go first. Go for it.
0: All right. Um Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is the best manager, if you only to compare him to former Manchester United players.
2: That feels, like tri- that feels like a trick That question more than I did. <laughs> did we have any managers of former players? Um, the Nevels, I guess? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, probably, that's probably true. All right. He, okay. he, he, so that he sounds like a Norwegian one or a two? League. Yeah, one. <laughs> zero, maybe. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, next up, Bruno Fernandes is, uh, uh, is the greatest goal-scoring asset uh, is the fact that the Premier League doesn't know how to use VAR.
2: what
0: because he scores all penalties
2: (laughs) you know what I actually love though I love that this doesn't piss me off so zero but I love that that is a thing now like people love to say oh he only scores penalties well great let him only score penalties as long as you like keep crying about it but did anyone see him absolutely mug off the goalkeeper when he chipped him because that was world class like (laughs) forget it Dude, he's digging a trench. He loves his United team.
0: All right. Here we go. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Paul Pogba is such a good player that he deserves to be sold to a great club.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Where's he going to go, huh? Where they're going to boo him and wave white flags at him every five minutes. What's going on there? Uh, Obviously, uh, Manchester United are the place that he should be at. That... Kind of piss me off, but at the same time, <laughs> I kind of feel like if I was him, I can understand why he would want to leave. So okay, I'd say a three.
1: Okay, yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Paul Pogba, and, and we talked about just some of the negativity that he deals with. It, it is. We've we've talked about this on the show, like how much uh, adulation and and uh, admiration should a player want, and how much. Should they be challenged? You know, Manchester United seems like a club that will will give you more of the challenge rather than the the admiration. you know the
2: problem with the debate around Paul Pogba? I'm sorry, I might go off on one here, but it's because basically there's so many facets to the debate around Paul Pogba. In the in Britain, we obviously have this media that tends to hound him. And we know the only reason they say or do certain things around Paul Pogba is because he's a, he's a French black Muslim guy that likes to dance and is always happy. That's the only reason that some of them go against him. But what that does, because that exists here, it ruins the actual genuine football debate about him. Because then when someone who rightly so can say, well, he hasn't been consistent or X or his agent's in a dickhead or whatever, yeah. like people can say those things. That gets lost in the, in the, in the, in the rubbish around there about Paul Barber. That's right. a fair debate. But it's also fair to say, since he arrived at this club, he's been one of, if not our best player with, with like David the hair and all that. So I think it's a little bit unfair as well.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. But you know, at least we did get that, that was a uh, Gary soundness that, that the meme soonest. of him. Yeah. Uh, of of him, just like losing, always criticizing Pogba for literally <laughs> involving him in every kind of debate uh, is great. It makes me laugh literally every single time. Still the a joke great name. <laughs> well, the joke will never die. Okay. Uh, next up, next up. Will this piss off Adam McCullough It should be called soccer. What
2: do the Brazilians call it? Fuchu. They call it so it's it's football, man. Come on, man. man. Y'all invented the word soccer. Usa was so not confident about NFL being called football that you called it American football. That's how (laughs) that's how little confidence you had in claiming the word football, like We want to. We're gonna call this football, but we know something else exists. So just throw American on that. Yeah. We. uh
0: I feel like that, was that annoys six. me in the same
2: way they say that the NFL when when someone sorry in the NFL Super Bowl when they win they call them world champions. Bro, you're yeah. not the only one's playing. <laughs> so find me
0: someone else playing that sport, and then we'll stop. Uh, all right, I got one. Uh, De Gea just celebrated the birth of his baby, and he said it reminded him of his time at United. Um, because the hospital couldn't keep clean sheets.
2: Uh, that's kind of bad because he's the goalkeeper. So what, what does that say about him what? if you say that? Okay. Uh,
1: okay, how about this? Jesse Lingard is playing well again because he finally has a manager that understands tactics.
0: And
2: it's a former manager. <laughs> I can't even speak no more. Dysfunction do you know who that manager is right 2013 did happen like yeah people saw that didn't it 2013 2014 did are we you getting, you getting to an to eight with the... adam i feel like we're getting to an eight he went to saucy did you not see
0: that yeah
1: <laughs> yes and the fluent the fluent spanish speaker David Moore, was quite impressive yeah
0: <laughs> i got one uh, uh this is a quote um ed woodward gets a lot of hate but every one of his decisions has helped us a ton, says Pep Guardiola. You could have stopped
2: that hate and I would have been right with you, brother. (laughs) Like, I'd have just been with you like, that's correct, (laughs) and I'm not angry, but yeah, the rest of that, he deserves, look, hate is a really strong word, right? Um, I hate the Glazers. (laughs) Hate is such a strong word. I hate the (laughs) glamour. Let me use it in a
1: sentence, okay? I I don't.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But I don't hate Ed Woodward because he is just a result of them. Do you know what I mean? I can't stand him all the same, but he's just part of them. He may as well join the family and change his name. (laughs) So I can't. Yeah, but he deserves. He deserves. He deserves. He deserves abuse, man. Fuck it. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. Uh, last Read one. number 13. Because this. Okay. I, I want I think this will make him pop. Okay. Uh, United transfer target and English international Jack Grealish said, if and when he moves, he hopes to go to a massive club. And if that doesn't happen, he'll consider United.
2: <laughs> He's like in his old tweets, right? He's like in his old tweets. I see them tweets. I see it. I see your tweets. Um... The, he loves Manchester United man and he's at Aston Villa I know I live in Birmingham it, it might get tricky for me out in these streets but he's at Aston Villa like come on now <laughs> let's, play, let's play sensibly
0: I thought we were going to get him I thought we were going to get
2: him
1: <laughs> okay uh, alright We got, uh, hopefully we angered Adam
2: Nicola as much as we possibly could uh, but we'll I'm going to tweet you some abuse from my ghost account <laughs> yeah. and like, I think perfect. it's just too funny <laughs>
0: You know? <laughs> or maybe we don't have enough body hair like True Jordan. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> all right. Another one in the books. Thank you so much to Adam McCola uh, for joining us. Absolutely crushed Incredible. it. Uh, Incredible. Th- yeah. Thank you for, for bringing that uh, red devil energy that we've been missing uh, on the show. Uh, uh, Adam, is there anything you want to let people know about before we sign off?
2: Just find us on uh, Stretford Paddock on YouTube uh, and all the socials as well, Adam McCola. Obviously on the kickoff as well, yeah. You'll find me about um, and hopefully be back with you boys soon. I love being on the show, man.
1: Oh, Thank it was you. great. We'd love to have you back. Thank you so much. Uh, all right. The other, uh, yes, uh, and a reminder to everybody else make sure you follow us at Tucker Cooligans on all social platforms at Fubo, Fubo Sports uh, and subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube channel for full episodes of the program. All right. Uh, a couple other pieces of business. Adam, we do a goal celebration GIF with our guests. Uh, please, if you, you are, you, you're playing. Shefford Paddock FC, and you score. And the dance- Glazers
0: oh. said, "If you score a goal, they'll sell the team." <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's your goal celebration look like?
2: If 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 the, if they said that to me, I'd run up to the director's box house. <laughs>
1: did i hear that correctly you know (laughs) did i hear you did i hear your
2: chin (laughs) i'm swearing at that
1: (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely brilliant, man. Uh, again, thank you so much uh, to Adam McCullough for joining us. Make sure to uh, follow him, support his work, especially if you are a Manchester United fan. Uh, incredibly entertaining. So uh, let us end the show uh, the way we normally do, as is tradition. So for Adam McCullough, my name is Christian Polanco. And I'm Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we?
2: The Kooligans! <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was getting to up. something that you were just leaving. I do know. Home. I <laughs> know you
0: did. I saw it in your Everybody eyes. Everybody thinks Every that. time. <laughs>